Colin McLaughlin first came to Dubai in 1983 on a six-month contract. 35 years later, as the Executive Vice Chairman and CEO of Dubai Duty Free, he has presided over the extraordinary growth to being the largest duty free in the world with over $2 billion in revenue in 2018. They also have an extensive leisure offering including the Dubai Duty Free Tennis Championship and Irish Villages. We caught up with Colm during the 2019 tournament to chat all things tennis and the business of duty free. Welcome to Dubai Works, a business podcast about the innovators, the products, the services and trending topics. Loving Dubai's take on the business stories that matter. My name is Richard Fitzgerald. I'm the founder of Augustus Media, publishers of Love in Dubai, Love in Saudi and Smashy TV. Each week we'll be interviewing the dynamic business leaders of Dubai. Good afternoon, Colin. Richard, how are you? Very good. Thank you for joining the Dubai Works Business Podcast. I'm delighted that you're attending our Dubai Duty Free Tennis Championship. Well done. <laughs> it's great to be here. It's such a stunning venue. Uh, what's the association with Dubai Duty Free and the Dubai Tennis Championships? Well, we own it and we started it. When we started the Duty Free in 1983, one of the instructions we got from His Highness Sheikh Mohammed, who was Minister for Defence that time, was that part of our duty would be to promote Dubai. We identified in-house very early that sport was a good avenue if you like and um, we did a very small tennis tournament which was called the Aviation Cup just locally and then the story started when somebody came to us and asked us would we sponsor an exhibition match for a tennis tournament and we looked at that and the outcome of that was that we bought a tennis tournament on the men's tour and um, our first year was 27 years ago and we've been involved with the ATP ever since then. That's amazing. And so the ATP was 1992 was the first tournament after the initial tournaments. 92 was the first tournament, yes. I saw the pictures of all the winners over the years outside, good players like Thomas Muster, Justine Hanna Nardin. How has how it grown from then to what we have today? Oh, it's grown huge. Our first year we built a temporary scaffolding stadium. Wow. We had that for two years. Our first year, the tournament was won by a man called Karl Novacek. He was number eight in the world at the time. Since then, we've had 19 world number ones from the ATP participate in our tournament. Uh, this year, for example, we have eight of the top 20 men participating. Wow. The WTA, we joined that onto the tournament in um, 19 years ago. We also bought a tournament on tour in the WTA. And uh, as you know, this year we had nine of the top 10 ladies play and uh, 15 of the top 20. Wow, and they love coming here. They've had, they have a great time in Dubai. Does that make it a, a, such a good tournament? It makes it, it helps make it a good tournament. And uh, they have, we have been voted as the best tournament in the world. In the men's tour, we're a 500 series. We have been voted as the best tournament in the world by the players on 15 different occasions. That's incredible. We've got several awards from the ladies who voted this as a terrific venue. They like the fact that their accommodation, in other words, our hotel is on site. There's plenty of practice courts, training programs, hospitality, um, limos available. And of course, from the ladies' tour point of view, they love all the new shopping malls and everything that's been set up in Dubai. Excellent. So they have a nice time here as well as playing competitive tennis. They like it very much, they tell us, and we try and look after them very well. 
Very good. So you mentioned the hotel as well, and that's part of Dubai Gigi Free as a company. Yes, we have a division called in our in our organisation called the Dubai Gigi Free Leisure Division. Uh, that started when we we started the tennis. We built a tennis stadium, and then we decided to do something around the stadium. So we founded the Irish Village, which we did 22 years ago. Uh, we now have two Irish villages in Dubai. The we, second uh, one in Dubai Parks and Resorts? The second one is in the Dubai Parks and Resorts. And uh, it's been there for two years. We will have a third one from April of this year in Studio City. Amazing. The, um, and it has been very, very successful. We had built a tennis stadium, so in conjunction with the Irish Village, we do certain several activities there. We've had concerts there. I remember the very first concert we had, we had a rap singer from America called Shaggy. Wow. <laughs> and, um, you know, we've had uh, Placido Domingo there, we've had um, Jerry Hollywell singing there, we've had uh, the very famous group from Ireland singing there, and several others. We did 12 concerts last year. Amazing. And there's a few more coming up with Boyzone and Busted and lots of bands like that. L loads more coming up. That's we've great. had Bob Geldof perform here on eight different occasions, for example. We've had um, Sinead O'Connor perform here and several others. We also used our stadium along the way to have the first ever outdoor darts tournament, oh, yeah. which we did for a few years. Um, but going back to sport, which is what you asked me, we do the tennis, we're involved in golf, we're involved in horse racing. We did a very popular snooker tournament in Dubai for many years. So the leisure element of Dubai Duty Free really contributes to the life of people in Dubai and the society and uh, activities that are ongoing? Well, we try our best to make it contribute. Um, we have had measurements from the WTA and ITA, ITP regarding the tennis and the media value attached to our tennis to Dubai last year was worth in excess of 980 million US dollars. Oh, amazing. From the point of view of media and TV coverage and stuff like that. And so sports is something that was identified back in the 80s as something to help promote the city. We see Emirates Airline uh, associate with lots of big uh, sporting company, uh, football clubs and different things around the world. And that's something that Dubai Gigi Free has done as well as tennis, the golf and things like that. Is that something that's part of the strategy? It's part of our strategy, yeah. It's in our marketing budget. We spend 2.5% of our top line every year on promoting Dubai Duty Free and Dubai. Um, and in the, from the sporting point of view, we do the Dubai Duty Free Irish Open Golf. We do, we have been a sponsor of the Desert Classic since it started 30 years ago. We were a sponsor of the, of the Dubai World Cup, um, World Horse Racing for many, many years. We have been a sponsor of horse racing in Newbury in England for 23 years. We are the title sponsor of the Dubai Duty Free Irish Derby at the Curra. We have been doing that for more than 10 years. And it's part and parcel of the advertising and promotion activity of Dubai Duty Free and of Dubai. Interesting. And those things are aligned. In, in other words, if many people are coming to Dubai, Dubai Duty Free benefits as well. Oh, it does indeed. Uh, Dubai Duty Free is the top number one in the world from the point of view of penetration of people we sell to departing from the airport. So if people come, and many people coming to our tennis do come from overseas, for example, they spend in the duty-free. 
we had 80,000 spectators at our tennis last year. Wow. And they're, yeah, of course, they're coming in and they're participating. How, how, how does the economics of the duty-free work in terms of traditionally it would be tax-free and, you know, obviously a lot of retail and a lot of things in Dubai are tax-free. Uh, what, what makes it such a, uh, one of, as you mentioned, the most attract the biggest duty-free in the world? I think a few things. Firstly, we have terrific support from the government of Dubai and we're owned by the government of Dubai. My chairman is His Highness Sheikh Ahmed bin Said, who is one of the stars of the, of the Dubai government in our opinion. And we devote a lot of time to training our staff and we repeatedly say we think we have the best team of staff in the duty-free industry. And we have a very good record of staff retention. We have a policy in the duty-free of internal promotion, so we have not recruited an outside person into the duty-free in a senior capacity for more than 19 years. We train our staff in-house and promote them as vacancies occur. Our, the result of that is that we have terrific loyalty from our staff. We think that helps make it successful. We um, still have 25 of our original pioneer staff working for us. The, um, and of course we try and offer very good value. In comparison to many duty frees around the world, we do spend a lot in comparison to other people on marketing and promoting our duty free. The result of that from our staff point of view is that our staff turnover last year was less than 5% and that's quite unique in our industry. Um, Dubai Duty Free has won 700 awards in its time here in its 35 years and of course that creates a lot of media publicity as well. So uh, compared with some other duty-free entities like DSF and big companies around the world, they spend a lot of time and effort on uh, the retail environment and the almost uh, real estate part of it and the commercial leasing. Uh, is that important? Is that the type of company Dubai duty-free is as well? We like to think that we're among the top people in the world and uh, you know duty-free shoppers and so on are very good companies um, and we've known them and known the people there for many many years we try to we don't compete from a point of view of price retailing with them but we try to compete from a marketing point of view from a presentation point of view special features we do in the duty-free um, sales offers um, special launches like we were 35 years old a couple of months ago and Perna Ricard, who are one of our big suppliers, produced as a special for us 35 bottles of Glen Livet whiskey with 35 years on the label, Dubai Duty Free on the label and it's a collector's item and it's been sold in Dubai Duty Free at $10,000 a bottle. Wow. Now that sounds an awful lot but it's great it's value a good story. from a collector's <laughs> point of view. Yeah. And several things like that. We have suppliers all over the world who make special product for Dubai Duty Free. And the airport itself, DXB, is, is such a wonderful experience. Are, are you involved in creating that experience and are you in, in, in tune? Is the Duty Free aware of you know, what makes experience shopping uh, a positive experience for many of the travellers? We're very much involved in it and um, you know, we have helped in a big way that Dubai Duty Free Airport grows and since we started the traffic at Dubai International Airport has grown by 2,900%. Wow. <laughs> the Dubai Duty Free business has grown by 9,900%. Wow. We're the top in the world 
from the point of view of penetration. Each airport measures the number of departing passengers they have and the number of people they sell to. And if you go to very good airports, you know, like Singapore, Heathrow, Gatwick, Amsterdam and those people, they're very, very happy if they sell something to between 18 and 20% of departing passengers. Dubai Duty Free sells something to 38% of departing passengers. That's incredible. We're the highest sale per head in the world of the duty free industry. There must be some sort of secret sauce to create that. Is it a combination of many things? I think it's a combination of things, of the, the, the efforts of our staff, the value we offer, the promotion and advertising and sponsoring of things we do, which creates an atmosphere about Dubai Duty Free. Do you, do you see any of the retail challenges that are affecting the macro challenges, such as e-commerce and different brand loyalty and things? Is that seeping into Dubai Duty Free, or how do you continue to grow? Brands are important. And oddly enough, Dubai Duty Free, 25 years ago, we made our own brand called Akaru. Akaru is a Japanese word, word which means good living. And um, our own Akaru brand is one of our top 12 brands sales-wise in the whole duty-free business in Dubai. The, um, we think the things I mentioned like staff loyalty, staff effort, certain offers, promotions, value and support and comfort of passengers is what's make all these things added together make it right for the customer. Will Dubai duty-free also be part of the World Central Airport? Yes, we have 2,500 square meters of retail space there right now. The plan for Dubai World Central is that by 2028, there will be two new concourses built, three runways in operation, a an underground rail track with five tracks for passenger movement, and a duty-free offering of 80,000 square meters. Currently, we have 38,000 square meters. Okay. Um, and the capacity of that airport We'll, at that time, we'll be 135 million people, and we are forecasting for Dubai Duty Free that our business will be 3 billion US dollars, and we will have 9,000 staff there. And currently, the size? Currently, last year we made a new record. We passed 2 billion US dollars in sales, yeah. and that's the single largest single airport duty free in the world. We have 6,200 staff, and we expect within six or seven years. 3 million US dollars and about 9,000 staff. It would do well if it listed on the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> We're owned by the government of Dubai. Yeah. And yeah. The, um, our, du our Dubai Duty Free Leisure, which is where the tennis comes in, we built this tennis stadium here. Um, three years after we started the tennis, then we made the Irish Village, the Century Village, and subsequently we built our own hotel, which is managed for us by contract on contract by the Jumeirah Hotel Group. Excellent. And what's what's in store? What's next for, you mentioned the World Central Airport, what's next in the plans for uh, DXB and Dubai Duty Free? Um, we are, the, the capacity at the new airport has been recently increased from 5 million passengers a year to 27 million. Uh, we have a facility ready there to increase our duty free operation to 4,000 square meters. Um, and there will be a big test coming this year because one of the runways at the existing airport is being closed for 40 days for repair and so on. 
and um, there will be a big test of what's going to happen in the new airport during that period. Excellent. Well, thanks so much for your time. I know it's a busy two weeks here at at Irish Village for the tennis tournaments. It's a pleasure having you on, and hopefully we'll catch up with Dubai G3 again. Well, I'm happy to be here, and we're looking forward to our men's tennis. Roger Federer, who's won our tournament seven times, is, is back and may win for an eighth time. And if he does, it's his 100th professional title. He has 99 titles to his name at the moment, and um, it might be his 100th at the end of next week. Amazing. Well, that's a great note to end on. Thanks very much, Colin. Thanks for your time. God bless you. Thank Thank you. you very much.